0: You're listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast, exploring all things on the Great British Baking Show with your hosts, Alison Roche and Lisa Vukmirovic. Hey, everybody. I'm Alison.
1: And I'm Lisa. And we are the Soggy Bottom Girls.
0: And welcome to...
1: European Cake Week?
0: <laughs> I was going to say Continental Cake Week, and I knew that that was not right. Because
1: Come on, cake. let's go with Google Hupf
0: uh, and
1: Kugel Hupf and Savarin.
0: Savarin. I think that's the only one I was familiar with, was the Savarin, because the other seasons have, uh, people have made those, I believe.
1: I'm um, completely lost this whole week.
0: Well, we are down to six bakers now. And the signature this week was to make a raised yeasted cake. And so, yeah, yeah uh, the Severin was thrown in the Google
1: Hop. <laughs> and the Google Hop.
0: And the Google Hop. <laughs> the Google Hop. Um, well, we
1: Sounds we like furniture in, from but... Ikea, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you put together your Houdon or your Google
0: Hop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're equally quality items.
0: Uh, I love it. Um, I'll start with the savorin makers. Those, those were Chetna and Nancy, and uh, Martha too.
1: Martha's was a saffron right?
0: Oh, you were correct. Mm-hmm. You're correct. Um, and does that mean that a syrup was added? Is basically, is that the signature to that type of cake? I don't know. <laughs> don't
1: be mad. <laughs> we probably should have looked that up when we were goofing around before we started this.
0: Well, it must be because Chetna adds an orange syrup. Right. And Paul actually said it was too much, um, but it was moist and delicious. And she did it in sort of a more familiar to us anyway, sort of bunch ring. Is mm-hmm. that what you call that pan? I, weren't bunch, they all but, uh,
1: using like a angel food type of, type of tin, those yeah, pretty ones?
0: I guess you're right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so she makes that. It was moist and delicious. But yeah, Paul said it was too much syrup. Uh Nancy makes sort of what she said is not a continental cake, but more of a tropical themed Savra
1: with rum punch um, and coconut sh- cream and
0: tropical mm-hmm. fruits.
1: And it looked a bit naff. Did you think it looked a bit naff? I
0: did think it looked a bit naff. <laughs> um, yeah, it looked a lot naff, actually. <laughs> Do you think so? Well, they thought so. Mary Berry mm-hmm. was not mm-hmm. not. Not pleased with that at all. Allison um, and I
1: are trying to improve on our um, British
0: slang. Yes, as you can imagine, if you've watched the episode, uh, NAF means tacky. And there you go. Nancy kind of put these weird tropical papery, you know, it reminded me of sort of a cocktail party when you turn 40, your friend tries to make things look Ooh. nice. And your tropical yeah. drinks, just like from Party City. Mm -hmm. (laughs) little little stick and glittery whatever
1: exactly Uh,
0: yeah so it didn't add to the cake at all but it was a fantastic flavor a fantastic color it had a little bit of I don't know shrinkage or something at the bottom but that it was
1: overproved
0: oh that's right which
1: is so weird when you think about a cake you know I love working with yeast and breads and stuff but I don't know in a cake it just seems I don't know Seems weird to have to like judge the rise and all mm-hmm. that. And, you know, I was watching Chetna make hers and hers was so it had risen so, so, so much. And then she put all that liquid in and it squished it. I even drew like a little diagram of what it looked like. It had a waist, is what Mary Berry said. Your cake has a waist
0: because it like cinched in. Do you mean that it concertina down from the weight of the syrup? I think that's what you mean.
1: Ex- that's exactly what I meant why would I not say that <laughs> tell me more about that word that you used Dying. that's
0: Paul's word always concertina down so like it, con- it
1: concentrated it concentrated no
0: it, like an accordion bellows it yeah, kind of yeah. like squished in so I think a concertina is a type of that of accordion instrument
1: yeah <gasps> Wow. My mind is blown and I have not paid attention to him say that I'm more worried about things like ready Ada and I still don't know what ready Ada means and neither does Allison. If you know what it is, send me the definition and I will send you a soggy bottom sticker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually missed Mary's comment that it looked like it had a waist and Mm -hmm. I think that's even a better description. I like Mm that because it did.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I felt bad for her because she waited and let it rise so much. And yeah. then it squished.
0: Yeah. And she did a lot of syrup. She mm-hmm. showed her doing a lot of syrup. Mm-hmm. So. Well, while Richard does this fruity Google hop, um, it has a lot of ingredients. It has cranberries and apricots and raisins. And I feel like, I think he did like a peel, like an orange peel or something as well. And then he crusted it in the pan with flaked almonds
1: I Which, thought that looked cool. It looked cool. Like that. How, how it was completely on the outside, but they didn't like that.
0: Well, they said it had crystallized, so it kind of had this almost a shell. Crust, like,
1: like a crust. crust
0: and mm-hmm. you like that, huh? I don't know. I, I just did, think, I think it look looked
1: pretty. I liked it. But then mm-hmm. they said his yeast did not reach its full potential before putting it in the oven, so it got those splits on it.
0: So that's what causes the splitting. Not mm. enough of a rise. Okay. hmm the Someday tears, else.
1: the, I, it. I, when you listen to Paul talk about bread, which I could do all day long, of course, you know, when you see, and I think it looks cool on bread when it's like pulled like that, he's like, you didn't give it a rise. And then that yeast got in there. It's like, I got to go somewhere. There's nowhere for it to go. And so it tore. It, it's really a tear oh. in the bread, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, again, I will say the more I know, the less I know. I. Mm-hmm. I think if I was doing more actual baking,
1: <laughs> you bake, this might Allison. stick with me. You guys should have seen her beautiful rainbow cake she made this week. Fantastic.
0: Well, humble brag is that I also made focaccia trice, but I think that might be one of the easiest things in the world to make. You know, um, it's so quick and easy. Uh, and it was fine. It was
1: You know what I'd like to see you make, Allison? I would like to see you do the focaccia with the, have you seen the pictures? People use like onions and carrots and different kinds of um, herbs and things, and they make like a beautiful picture on it. You could be, you would be so good at that. Look it up. They, they make, you make like a, you know, rectangle focaccia and then um, on the top, you know, veggies and stuff to make a, you know, make it look like flowers or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, you should do it. Wow. I think you'd be great at it because you have that artistic Kim Joy kind of flair that I do not have, <laughs> as
0: we all know. If I can cut things out, you know, cut shapes out with a knife, I'm fine. Molding things or piping things. That's there you go. So I like that. I'm intrigued now.
1: Yeah. Look it up. You'll love it.
0: Thank you, Google. Mm-hmm.
1: Exists, yes.
0: That sounds like fun. Hmm.
1: Nice. I'm expecting um, one from you this week.
0: <laughs> uh, Sweet Louis, he makes an Austrian Kugelhof, um, like an apple cinnamon one, which sounded delicious. And they said it was well done and had a good texture and it looked very pretty. And do Can't go wrong
1: with apples and cinnamon, less? right?
0: Yeah. No. Can you really? It, it just sounds right. The yeasted um, cake with... With apples and some and
1: when you think about so many of the others, they dried a little bit, you know, like it said Kate's was dry because it had, you know, dried chocolate, dried cherries, dried nuts in there. And if you put that apple in there, like Louie did, it probably made it nice and moist and delicious.
0: You're correct. Um, Kate makes a pecan chocolate yeasted cake. And she uses sour cherries, and she uses pecans and chocolate. Um, the judges did love it, but they thought it was too dry on the inside. So when they say that, <laughs> we love it. It's too dry. Well, I, I think maybe it's that's more like
1: the flavors are great, but the texture is dry, right? Okay. I don't know. I love to watch her do um, the way she would split it and twist it. It kind of reminded me of a babka, which is something that's on my bucket list. I'm looking for a oh. good babka recipe where you roll, 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 cut it, twist it. And it makes all those beautiful layers. I thought hers looked kind of cool. Hmm.
0: I thought it did too.
1: And she, and she, nice she called before. it a bit of frippery also.
0: Oh yes. I like bit of frippery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like <laughs> that word. Uh, Martha, who also made a Savra, um, She makes a dark chocolate and almond liqueur. She kind of states that she didn't practice this and she doesn't know what it's supposed to look like, doesn't know what it's supposed to taste like. But they thought it looked fantastic and it didn't have any cracks. She had blended alcohol in with the chocolate and they thought it was beautiful. And so.
1: Did you notice that when they were talking to her at the beginning, she's like, I'm going to add this butter Later and Paul, like almost got into a verbal shouting match. There's like after, after how much, right. right. Like four tablespoons after
0: what, what four tablespoons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then he walked away and then poor Martha, you know, turns red and is left, you know, get second guessing herself. But guess what? It totally worked. It totally worked. And he loved it.
0: It's funny you bring that up because that's kind of a, a mean thing to do now it's that a, I think about it it's a yeah, mind mental through. thing
1: yeah mm-hmm. like to do that to somebody and then he's like oh I'm not going to tell you why
0: right that won't work well, someone like Nancy who's so sure of herself no big deal but Martha yeah that probably played a little number on her mm-hmm. but then she still she did brain. well
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah she did she did um I thought that was kind of an interesting. Way to start off. I, do you have like a yeasted? What's your what's your signature kugel off?
1: Kugel mm, I, off. It's a secret. I can't, I can't tell you. Then I would have to kill you.
0: <laughs> I don't think I've made anything like this. I, I'm just thinking back now. I'll, maybe
1: that. I'll give one a go, but you know, cake. We use baking soda and baking powder. We don't use yeast.
0: All right. Go with what works. Mm-hmm. Um. Today's technical. You sent me a text. <laughs> sounded like you weren't a fan of the Princess, princess Cake. cake. The Swedish Princess Cake. You were not a fan. I, however, felt tempted to make some homemade marzipan and try it out. I don't know why. Everything I kinda would. I kind of liked it. I'm still, I'm still failing on our passion fruit challenge that we gave each other. So I still need to do that. Um
1: I've got mine. It's it's on deck. I'm waiting. I've Mm -hmm. got my passion fruit ready. And should I tell the passion fruit story?
0: You should. You got it at Whole Whole Foods, Foods, right?
1: Mm -hmm. I did. I walked into Whole Foods and one of the produce gals there, her name is Sarah. And we've known her from another store that I can't talk about. Um, But she's so, so friendly. And I was like, do you guys have passion fruit? And she's like, oh my gosh, I love passion fruit because of British Bake Off. And I'm like, wait a second. What? <laughs> what did you say? And she's like, I love that show. It's my life. Baking. I just love baking. And I'm like, you have to listen to our podcast. But she Please. told me that um, she loves to have it fresh, you know, and she likes to make a lemon passion fruit custard tart, I believe is what she said. I may be mm-hmm. wrong. Um, but we she led me to the frozen so in, in our area right now, all there is available is frozen ones. And they're basically for smoothies. I think it was called the smoothie pack.
0: Oh, but, sure. Um,
1: so I bought, I bought a pack of that. And I'm getting ready to make a passion fruit mousse with the macadamia nut crunch. But um, yeah, she said she was going to start listening. So shout out to Sarah if you're out there listening. She's super cool. Like, you know, she had a coffee mug once that had the Marauder's Map on it. I'm like, Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like you. I like you already.
0: Well, please send us a tweet or tweet us. Nice, nice uh, old lady, Allison, tweet, tweet at us. Mm -hmm. If you have a passion fruit recipe or tip that you'd like to share, I know someone told me that you could, I might be able to find passion fruit at a Mexican grocer, grocery store. Have you tried I have not, but there's a big one in um, Platteville. Um, no one knows where that is, but on my way home, I might uh, I might check it out because I've not found it at all the usual places like Aldi and my uh-huh. other grocery store. But um,
1: yeah. shout out to Fresh Time who said they would order me a case of it if I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I went there first. So like no, but we can order your case. I'm like, I don't, I don't think I can do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> when a little tiny bag of it at Whole Foods is like four bucks, I think.
0: Uh, wow. Well, yeah. Um. Back to the Swedish princess cake, which princess not have,
1: tarta, princess <laughs> which, tarta,
0: which does not have passion fruit in it, but it no. does have a lot of other things. Twenty six ingredients. <laughs> And 14 stops. Um, so I don't know. That's when I say it like that, maybe I don't want to make it. But what it is, is they want a contemporary version of this very traditional Swedish cake. And they want it to um, have a green color to it. I, I don't, don't know why meringue. it has to be green. I don't know either. Um, It seems like it could be any color, right? I mean. A princess color would be
1: probably pink or light blue like Cinderella.
0: It must be a bit fiddly because both Chetna and Kate both have to make their cakes. They make it a second time. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it has this beautiful uh, marzipan on top of a dome of meringue and then you have to make a little rose and then they wanted like little bit of piping of chocolate on top it was fiddly um but you know they didn't I don't remember hearing a ton of complaints or anything actually it must have been sort of the challenge was so many steps not difficulty right
1: Probably, probably. I, I noticed in the one that I was just so, so disappointed in Kate because she's made so many beautiful things. And then instead of making one sheet of the Mars of oh, to go over, yeah. she like wrapped it around the edges and then did a tiny circle across the top. I'm like, that's going to look awful. And it did. And it, did. It, it looked did bad. Look yeah, because she was sixth place. Mm. But none of them, except for maybe Nancy's, none of them looked beautifully domed. You know, it was like a little raised, but it wasn't a dome. So right. I don't know and that stupid little flower on the top. I don't know. The whole thing just kind of bothers me <laughs> <laughs> for no reason, for no reason. But what, what Paul said, and it's probably true, he goes, this is everything I would like in a cake. Jam, custard, meringue, and sponge. I mean, what's not mm-hmm. to like, right? Except for mm-hmm. you and I are not big marzipan slash fondant fans or whatever.
0: Hold the phone mm. and speak for yourself. I Ooh. love marzipan. <laughs>
1: so it's, it's super different I from, love
0: marzipan. from yes. fondant?
1: It's really different well, from fondant?
0: Super different. I don't know about that. I don't know okay. what it is. I love marzipan. Well, tell and me more about that. that. Okay. Well, I think it's the almond. I just love that almond flavoring. Okay. And I, Santa always brings me marzipan in my stocking.
1: Where does Santa yeah. get it?
0: uh well at his workshop of course <laughs> but I have heard rumors that you can find it at cost plus really yeah or in the grocery store and yeah.
1: what do, what form does the marzipan come
0: well if Santa can't get to cost plus Santa just gives me a roll <laughs> from, the <laughs> gro- from the grocery store That's just like a tube of, imagine if you bought sugar cookie dough in the refrigerator Mm -hmm. out. Just like a tube like that that's, you know, sealed in the ends like this. You
1: slice it off and eat it? I did. Okay.
0: You and I can have a little cup of caramel marzipan. Oh, we'll dip
1: it. (laughs) All our weirdnesses with
0: sweet Indulgent, weird, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Delicious. I do love marzipan, but I have... I have never made it. And so that's why when this came up, I thought I should make it.
1: Yeah, I was wondering what was in it. And it's almond flour, powdered sugar, almond extract and egg whites.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm sure you could make it.
0: I'm sure I could. How many
1: times have I challenged Allison to something in this episode? (laughs) This is the third. This is the third challenge. As I sit here and do nothing.
0: Hmm. No, but all my other friends text me and go, did you do this yet? Did you make anything out of duck eggs? No, <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. Um, we're letting the wild possum we have get all the duck eggs currently until he can be, we can rid him um, from our duck area. But no,
1: rats. <laughs> but should we talk about what challenge I did this week completely off the topic? We, because it took... So long to make. I want to kill myself.
0: <laughs> well, I think this episode should be called off topic because I'm yeah. fat too. <laughs> so what? So what? Um, just to wrap up the technical though, Kate yeah. who made her cake twice and then did a terrible job with yep. her marzipan was sixth. Richard fifth, Martha fourth, Louis third, Chatna second. And Nancy's was beautiful. And it was number one. And Not she green said, enough not green enough though she said this is where you have to know other things and she knows a lot of things and yep she pulled it out
1: experience nancy S- equals experience
0: so you made something that is also on a bucket list and a challenge for myself and it i thought it looked really good well thanks um, my band
1: liked it they tell they me. really really liked it.
0: Tell me how you chose your flavors and tell me what it was.
1: Um, I made I made like I teach <laughs> kindergarten and that's how they say I make a baked Alaska, Mrs. V. Um, <laughs> I made a baked Alaska and um, I chose chocolate ice cream and cherry ice cream. I made them both homemade. I have the attachment that my mother in law gave me for my um for my oh. KitchenAid.
0: There's an ice cream making attachment.
1: Yeah. You have to freeze it. It's a, like a frozen bowl. It's like this thick on the sides and it has liquid in it and you have to freeze it overnight. And so then that, that chills and it has a paddle.
0: I, did I not can't believe this. you didn't know that. How do I not know this? I don't know. I said, the more I know, the less I know. That's yeah. for a KitchenAid mixer. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's
1: really easy. It's really easy to do. So you oh, just cool. make make your custard, which I did. Yeah. I would have to say that might have been the best chocolate ice cream I've ever eaten. It was, I mean, like a thousand gallons of <laughs> freaking heavy whipping cream. <laughs> How could it not be good?
0: What but, did you um, use for the chocolate? I mean, like just a bar? or I, what did No, you
1: I used cocoa powder, believe it or not. Really? Yep.
0: Yep. And it was the best chocolate ice cream you've ever well, had?
1: Allison and listeners, I hardly ever eat ice cream. <laughs> That's a true story. And if I do eat ice cream, it's <laughs> coffee flavor. So to me, it tasted really good. But the cherry, I could not get enough cherry flavor in there. It didn't taste wow. cherry to me. But my husband, longs drawn-out story, his favorite dessert of all time is cherry pie. And so I bought a lot of cherries to put in the ice cream. Hardly added any flavor. And um, so I used the leftover cherries to make like a jelly, like a cherry jam. And then I, lay, I did a um, whole layer of that in the Alaska. So that gave it the cherry flavor. Mm-hmm. And then my sponge was chocolate with a teeny weeny bit of coffee in it to bring out more chocolate flavor. And it, it came out nice. And I have one uh, baking tip for everyone to share that I learned. Are you yes, ready? I am ready. Okay. I have talked before about having difficulty folding in egg whites into a batter. Yeah. So this is, you know, probably you go to pastry school, they teach you this stuff, but I learned that when you have your whipped egg whites that need to go and incorporate into the batter and you don't want to knock out all the air, take one third of your egg whites and basically not fold gently, but incorporate it completely into the the heavier mixture. So what you've done is you've lightened that batter. So the batter is lighter and then you can fold the rest of your egg whites in nicely. Before I was putting it all in at the same time and inevitably the egg white rise was always knocked out of it because I didn't know what to do. I think this is a game changer for me you know, completely taught from looking at books or looking at videos on the internet. It's a game changer for me for, for folding in egg whites. So, and this sponge was high, it was good and high, you know, really fluffy.
0: Well, I think too, when you try to add all the egg whites into sometimes you can get the little lumps of egg but it's not smooth. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense because you're adding so much at a time. When you told me about this tip earlier, I thought it was ingenious.
1: Right? Yeah, I, think I cannot it's great. take credit for it at all, but I'm happy to share it with anybody who needs yeah. help with folding because folding is
0: hard. And so you did your, you did your meringue for your. Yes. Baked Alaska. It and was a
1: Swiss meringue.
0: Did you torch it or did you put it in the oven?
1: Um What the directions were from the recipe that I had is you five minutes in a 500 degree oven. And that what that does is it bakes the meringue completely and it browns it beautifully and evenly. It really it looked pretty. Hmm. Yep.
0: And you I thought it was hilarious because you were had been using your new piping bag from that you got and were so thrilled with it. And then when it came time to pipe, you know, you couldn't find it. It's you like know
1: true. where it was? It was, was with it my po- it was with my podcasting stuff because I had showed it to you. Yes. Dan's like, Oh, it's with your, it's with the stuff you use for podcasting.
0: I knew it was there when you told me that, but I was like, it. <laughs> oh, Oh, so I that's like, how we're going to go. I was <laughs> like, after you did it, I was like, I bet it's with her podcasting stuff. That's and
1: so, it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now I have it, and I was so mad because I was telling Allison, I was like, I was thinking all day about piping that <laughs> yeah, yeah. How beautiful! I know,
0: and be. what tip you were gonna use? Uh-huh. I know. You're like, <laughs> and Alison's
1: like, it. what tip did you use? I'm like, uh, no tip, cut off lock bag, and it looks like a dead lamb carcass. <laughs> oh well, but the guys in the band they loved it. They loved it. I don't think they get homemade ice cream very often. So,
0: Had they ever had a baked Alaska before?
1: Uh, not that I know of. And when yeah. I told Mike, he always like takes pictures and sends it to his work friends. And I was sure. like, I have baked Alaska for you guys tonight. And he's like, and then me and my friends at work, were all Googling it. So we know that you put it at a 500 degree oven for four minutes.
0: Oh, well, that's funny. Yeah,
1: but I did that's for five. Really four minutes probably would have been better. But yeah, it was a hit. <laughs> it was a hit
0: awesome check
1: that one off of my bucket list
0: yeah you actually probably should have an actual list it'd be fun to see I know you should be documenting this journal I know I gotta
1: put this stuff on the I wouldn't let Dan take a picture of it because I was so ashamed I didn't think it looked good but I probably should have just put it on our website I gotta get more things up there I'm sorry listeners
0: Uh, (laughs) I you're the only person I know that's ever made a baked Alaska and that's saying something truly that's I don't know anybody that would wow. take it on and make homemade ice cream. So
1: thank you. Good on you. Good on me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was not naff. Yes, it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, today's uh, showstopper, um, the Dobas, Dobas tart, Dobas tart, tort, the Dobas, <laughs> the Hungarian. Torte. Yes. Um, The brief was to have tears, correct, and a lot, a lot, a lot of sugar work. That was very much emphasized that they really wanted you to do all this stuff on top and, uh, you know, sugar work. (laughs) (laughs) I have done sugar work. I have done sugar work. Um, You've done sugar work. A little bit. And these guys all kind of stepped up and did a ton, except for Martha does like molded.
1: Yeah, it looked a little clunky, I have to say, with all the little tiles and stuff. It was it was a great concept, but it looked a little clunky and they did not appreciate the molded caramel at all.
0: Unfortunately for her, she did not bring a level to, <laughs> to make sure her layers were all mm-hmm. straight. And then that, unfortunately, when she's doing, like, a geometric design of a chessboard, mm-hmm. it really did look very wonky. Yes, but definitely. But she had great flavors, and they did, like, this sort of, you know, the attempt at the effect was, was good. She did a chocolate and salted caramel um, with... A Swiss meringue buttercream. Mm-hmm. A salted caramel Swiss meringue buttercream. Yep. Please, please, could you explain this to me? <laughs> well. I mean, it sounds delicious, but I don't even know I, how you go about doing that.
1: Well, I can't tell you exactly, but I have learned the difference between Italian, Italian, Swiss, and French meringue as it, as it goes with buttercream. Yeah. So the Italian is when you put in the stream of the hot, hot, hot sugar syrup to cook mm-hmm. the egg whites. Okay. Um, the Swiss is when you heat the egg whites over like a double boiler to, okay. to make sure there's no salmonella. That's what those two are basically. And then, um, well, there's a French buttercream that uses yolks. And then there's American buttercream that uses powdered sugar and butter, as we know.
0: Have you made Swiss meringues? I have. Mm-hmm. That's what
1: preference? I. That's what I put on top of my baked Alaska. I that think okay. the Italian comes out very smooth. And when I made my wait for it um, macaron, mm-hmm. remember I used my Mary Berry recipe, and that was using Italian meringue. So it was using the hot stream of sugar syrup, and um, that came out lovely. Huh. So. I don't know. I, am sure there's reasons to use different ones, right. but um, yeah, those are the differences as far as this non-professional baker knows.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. I, again, I'm sure if I practiced these or, you know, made some of the recipes more frequently, I would, it would solidify my brain, but.
1: It sometimes... seems so scary to pour in that hot liquid. Yeah. And it's, it's really not. It comes out nice.
0: Uh, nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Louis makes a two tiered Davos tort.
1: How beautiful was that?
0: Well, he's got this whole concept. It's oh. called the, the cage on the top of the hill, and it's this caramel castle, and then there's a flag. Um, interestingly, Mary Berry says, you know, now this is what I call a showstopper. Yep. Looks spectacular, but they said it was too sweet.
1: Yep, they uh, said the flavors weren't on point at all. Yeah,
0: which was interesting. Um,
1: I'm sure that he was just like, I'm going to make this look as Louis as I possibly can. Because, you know, he's so good at when he was when he was piping the the shapes of the castle onto the parchment paper. Wow, (laughs) that is something else, you know, know. and to have it stand up like that. It was just so beautiful. Really well done.
0: Right, right. It did look very good. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the funny, you know, the fun fact about Louis, not really a fact, but that he finished early. And he's like spraying down yeah, his station, cleaning, yeah. being all <laughs> casual while everybody else is like losing their mind to get their caramel work done. He's like, spray, spray, wipe, wipe. Look at me, I'm done.
0: I know, like poor Kate, who doesn't come up with much caramel Mm. at all she's yep. just got carmel- caramelized pistachios um, she makes a three-tiered raspberry chocolate and dark chocolate orange um, and she does not do nearly enough caramel work and on top of that it's dry
1: mm-hmm. and they didn't like her orange layer
0: right right um,
1: I love that technique though with the, the nut on the spear and dipped in. So yeah. it makes like a spike. I think that's really
0: cool. I do too. Fiddly, but cool. It was a bit of frippery. <laughs> uh, Nancy makes a chocolate ganache and caramel. Um, she kind of says during it, she's not very good at chocolate work. But, um,
1: and she says, I'm not good at caramel either.
0: Right. And she, she,
1: she seemed to struggle. Like, I thought, boy, she's in big, big trouble. They loved it. They thought it was fantastic.
0: Yep, they said it was well executed and it was very well made. Um, Chetna makes a Victorian sponge um, for her Davis tort. And she does a chocolate caramel buttercream. And then she does this sort of elaborate process of oiling grapes so that she could dip them in caramel and make this decor that is uh I would say naff I thought it was over the top
1: mm-hmm. it really you're was. making a
0: face like you agree with me
1: yeah and I feel like in subsequent seasons other people have used that technique though we'll have to talk about it when it pops up again but I feel like some they use that grape either whether it's in chocolate or in a right. caramel
0: you right. know.
1: but yeah Do it was like-
0: over the top do you like it when people use balloons to make like a chocolate cup? I don't know why um, it turns me off for some you know, reason. You know
1: why? Cause you know, when you were a kid, you put your tongue on a balloon, you've tasted yeah. it and it tastes like rubber and powder yeah. and terrible chemicals. And to me, when they do that balloon thing, I'm always like, Ooh, balloon flavor.
0: Same thing. You know? And I, I, balloons always seem to have sort of a little powder residue on the inside. Yes, I, Yeah. I think about that every time, but mm-hmm. um. I don't know. A grape, I think, is a better idea. Than yeah.
1: A, and it's nice and cool. It would get that caramel cooled really fast. Yeah,
0: yep, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, so she she does. They said it had good definition. Her layers were really good because I think she was using a different technique. She was using like a springform pan to kind of line up her layers. And um, they thought she did a really good job. Really the the
1: freeform nature that everyone else, you know, the nature of the layers, just spread it on a, on a parchment and bake it and then do it again. Right. To me, that just seemed like, oh my gosh, really?
0: Yeah. So fiddly. Very much so. And some of them were doing like 20 layers. hmm I think. Mm-hmm. I th- I think Richard. Martha was one of those. Yeah. yeah. And Richard.
1: And did you happen to catch what the minimum was for the layers? Was mm-hmm. there, I don't think they said like you have to make sure you use 15 layers or, you know, because there are those um, griddle cakes where there, it has right. to be light and dark and light and dark and it has to be 20 and then Paul will go in and count right. them.
0: Right. I don't think this was no. like that. I don't think they did have that. But uh, Richard makes a Sugar Forest Davis Tort and he, does like a chocolate buttercream and a thick raspberry puree at the base. And then he has like a creamed caramel covering and he also had some peach in there somewhere. Um, he goes all out, including this. I also did not like the modeling clay mold he made, but he pours out, he makes his own little mold for some birds and he's doing sponge sugar for the nest. And he goes way above and beyond and does a ton of caramel. And then, like I said, he also has it whipped into um, some of the, the buttercreams that he's mm-hmm. using. Um, they thought it looked.
1: A bit sad.
0: She's got to be one of the worst things. Mm-hmm. To say. Honestly. It's a bit sad. It's true. looks a bit sad. The sponge was dry. It could have been, had a better presentation, but he did do so much caramel work that it sort of sparks this end of the show. Who's going to go deadlock between Paul and Mary, which I don't know that that happens with any frequency. Um, I guess because of Diana leaving for illness, they had a little wiggle room in this, but they were deadlocked one for Kate and one for Richard. And with much suspense, (laughs) uh, Richard, they liked his caramel work. Kate, they thought her cake tasted better. Is that, am I being accurate in that? Like what was the. They liked the top two tiers. They didn't like the bottom. Right. And so it but she hadn't done enough caramel work. So Mm -hmm. they were sort of put up there and told that they were the two. And then. The very last moment, a reprieve, and no one goes home this week.
1: And didn't you think, I mean, maybe they do this and they just don't put it in the editing, but when Paul and Mary were like, here's here's the top, the bottom two, they never say that, right? and then they're like, this is why you sucked, and this is why you sucked. <laughs> and they, they had to be sitting there going, what's going on? Why are you explaining yeah. this to us when that's not how they usually do things? You know, if you're right. watching an episode of Chopped or whatever, they'd be like, Allison your chocolate was split. There's not enough of this. That's why we had to chop you. They don't do that on this show. Right. So this was the first time that they did that. So they had to know something was up. And I would think in the back of their mind, they're like, maybe this is the week when nobody gets sent
0: home. Yes. Yeah. And that is in fact what happened. And I don't know. I, I like that. They made that decision. If they were in fact that deadlocked, you know, I don't know what they would have done if they didn't, you know, if the whole Diana illness thing hadn't occurred, but in Mm -hmm. this case, in this case, it was fine. And all six bakers will be back again for episode seven.
1: And I like all six of these. I really do. I like them all.
0: I would say I really do too. I really do too. It's a nice group.
1: Absolutely. And Chetna was our star baker.
0: And Chetna with
1: Baker? It's those grapes. It was that normal was- grapes. Oh yeah,
0: despite her concertinaed, uh <laughs> <continental>
1: cake. <laughs> Your saveron was concertinaed.
0: Well, I think this closes out off topic week for us. I um, love uh,
1: off oh topic it week. It was it was NAF and Roddy Ada. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna work on it.
0: <laughs> well, wow. we're done
1: and Dustin. Thank you for listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Soggy Bottom Girls or connect with us at SoggyBottomGirls.com and may all your bakes be worthy of a Hollywood handshake.